0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on UCB's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au hi it's neil johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast remember you can hear 2020 on vision each weekday from 10 a.m queensland time that's 11 a.m australian eastern daylight saving time on the vision radio network Well, an alarming statistic's been talked about recently. 30% of adult Australians don't have a current and legal will. This is a figure that the law societies across Australia are alarmed at and they believe that it should be something that's of concern to all Australians. So last week we kicked off a new series focusing in on wills and powers of attorney and Matt Gies is joined in the studio again by Kylie Wilson, the head of succession and superannuation at Anderson Lawyers. Part of the discussion today centres around the preparation of wills and how you go about leaving a bequest to a charity
1: or a non-profit organisation. Kylie, welcome back to 2020. Glad to be here. Now, Kylie, last time we were talking about, uh, wills and sort of, uh, it, it seemed like a dumb question at the time, but then I realized, wow, there is a lot more to this. What is a will? It's not just a piece of paper. It's unfortunately, not just something not, that no. you, uh, <laughs> you think, oh yeah, I'll just, uh, you know, jot down a few ideas as to what I want to happen after I'm gone. It doesn't but, always uh, work, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't. Kylie, you've, uh, you've got a lot of experience in this area, obviously, uh, being the head of succession at your law firm. What are some of the most common things that you've heard from clients and potential clients about what's putting them off, making a will?
2: Look, it's a variety of things. One is time. We're all busy. Uh, we've all got day-to-day problems that we, we deal with and, uh, you know, life runs away with us fairly frequently. And I hear all the time, uh, it's just one of those things that was put on the back burner. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. And they don't get to it and then you have a real problem. Uh, and the other reason is because you're dealing with a, a topic people don't like to think about, which is death. Now, it's it's not a nice topic to, to have to think about, but if you're looking at it from the point of view of I'm doing a document to look after my family as opposed to I'm doing a document for what happens if I die, mm. uh, then really you're looking after your family and that's what it's supposed to be about. And And it is important. It's not something that should be put on the back burner because the consequences of not having one Uh, can be extremely detrimental to your family, and that's just not what you want.
1: Now, it's not easy, though, to convince somebody who, not even necessarily young, but is single, who who lives a fairly basic sort of life, that you really need a will. They might say, well, I don't have any major assets. I don't own a home. I don't own a car. I have my income. I have, um, you know, maybe some... Uh, collector's items. That's about it. You know, that's that's all I am. I, I, I live a very basic life. So how do you then talk to them about wills? Because for them, they might not be worried about looking after family because they might not have any.
2: No. And, and the problem, the, one of the things I say to people is the problem when you don't have family and you haven't done a will is you can end up with a situation where your assets, whatever you do have, uh, has to go to the government. Uh, because you haven't done a will. And that's really not something anybody wants, <laughs> generally speaking, um, mm-hmm. because we all pay taxes and we all think that's our contribution um, to that extent. But but also uh, from, a, from a social perspective, um, most people in some capacity or another are involved with charities uh, or other organisations or uh, have friends that are in trouble or any of those sort of things who really want what they have to go to where they think it will be best dealt with. Uh, And if you don't have a will, that's not necessarily going to happen. And on top of that, people who think they don't have a lot often haven't really thought through everything they have. Uh, And we talked before about superannuation. Uh, anyone who's working now has superannuation and there's often insurance through that which is much higher than the superannuation benefit itself. Uh, so you can typically have an insurance policy of anywhere between two and $300,000 through superannuation and that's something that you should be considering where that's going to, to go to even if you have no family or even if you don't want to leave it to your family because some people don't. So um, if you don't want it to go to the government, then you need to think about a will.
1: Now, you mentioned there about um, you know, most people are involved or have been involved in charitable mm-hmm. work or yeah. volunteering or some sort of organisation that they think, well, I'd like to support them, yeah. but in my f- current financial state, I can't. So uh, a lot of people these days are saying, please consider remembering us when you're making your will. Mm. How do you work that out? I mean, like, I'm not going to know. I'm hoping uh, <laughs> many, many years down the track when... Yeah. when I, I'm called home to, to be with God that I am going to have this amount of money that I can say, well, my family's looked after, my bills are paid, now I'd like to give something to charity. Yeah. How do you work that out when you're making a will?
2: Well, it, it it's it's not easy, which is why we say it's not necessarily a straightforward process, but you need to look at how you would like to leave things that way. So it might be you look after your family first Uh, And then you have a fallback position of it going to a particular charity that you've been involved with or that means something to you that, you know, you think this is where the funds are going to be best dealt with. Or you might have uh, a certain amount of your assets that you want to leave to family and you want to leave something to charity. Or we frequently have clients who actually make specific bequests. And what that means is they they pick a, a figure that they think works fine with their finances, family will be really well looked after, Uh, And that specific bequest will go to a charity or a number of charities. I mean, I I have clients who have four or five different charities that they make specific bequests to uh, because they've been involved and uh, because they haven't in uh, their daily life been able to make large donations, but they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they leave it to to be dealt with later when they themselves don't need the money and they feel that their family's been looked after. Mm. or don't have family.
1: I guess that also reinforces what you've told us a couple of times is that it's important to revisit your will every so often.
2: Well, circumstances change. Um, I mean, we we all know that life is, for everybody, evolves. We all have different stages of life. Uh, And not only that, financial circumstances change. I mean, we we all discovered that with GFC. Uh, And things go down, things come back up, uh, things vary. Uh, And we generally say to clients that, even if you do have a will, uh, you should review it at least every five years because within that five-year period, it's highly likely that your circumstances have changed either financially or your family situation. And one client I can specifically point to, he was a young guy. He had, as I was talking before about superannuation, he didn't think he had a lot of assets. He did a will when he was 18 and left everything to his parents. Uh, At the time he passed away, he had a uh, a partner, his his partner was pregnant and he hadn't covered it in his will uh, and that was a, a, a problem. Uh, it was a big problem and it caused unfortunately for the family significant litigation and had he revisited the will uh, within that five-year period, uh, he would have done something entirely different. Yeah. So I just use that as an example of when circumstances change or otherwise every five years, you really need to look at your situation and make sure what you've got in place actually works for where you are in life at that point in time.
1: Well, once again, Kylie has uh, recommended to us a few ideas, but we've got to warn you, these ideas are just general, aren't they, Kylie? Yeah. Every state has slightly different laws. Yes. Every person has slightly different circumstances, so it's good to get your own professional advice before you go and do anything.
2: Absolutely, Uh, because at the end of the day, everyone's situations are different. Family situations differ dramatically. Asset situations differ dramatically. And um, you can't provide advice to someone without knowing their individual circumstances. So you need to talk to someone to go through them and make sure that you're properly covered and your family's properly covered.
1: Well, Kylie, it's been interesting chatting to you once again. I hope we can catch up again soon and uh, talk some more about this What I'm finding is a much more complicated issue than first believed.
0: Like what you've just heard, there's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.